Hey, it's your good friend, Corey. And boy, do we have a lot to talk about in this episode. We are going to be talking about the energy that is behind what it is that we are doing or want to do, whether it's becoming a huge social media influencer or even a world-renowned podcaster. We're going to take a closer look at that energy that's fueling you. And if it is, in fact, a purposeful or intentional energy. So let's go. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Surviving It. I am Corey. I'm your host, philosopher extraordinaire, and high priest of all relationships. Rah. Wow, what an intro. <laughs> I swear I do not come up with this stuff, but hey, it's what people call me. So, But anyway, thank you so much for finding your way back to the podcast. We welcome you here, and we are so glad that you are listening and joining us in conversation. So guys, did you see what happened a couple days ago, or maybe it's a week now since the podcast is now airing? Um, the Supreme Court gave the Biden-Harris student loan forgiveness initiative the old boot. Like, they totally kicked it out, and period, point blank, end of discussion. Uh, they said they are not going to pay your freaking debts. You do it yourself, Americans. You educated scholars, they're not paying for you. So, <laughs> you know what? I can't say that I didn't see this coming, but a lot of people were hopeful. I mean, why wouldn't you be hopeful? This is the land of the free, home of the brave. Um, but I know a lot of people have fallen victim to this country's biggest scam, which is educational loans. Now, you may have your own opinions about student loans or whatever, and I know that they do help aid many people who otherwise would not be able to attend uh, higher learning without this assistance, um, and also it wouldn't help losers, those of you who take advantage and use the money to get new wardrobes and MacBooks and spend the weekend in Vegas, which, by the way, now has cost you a pretty penny, huh? <laughs> Wasn't worth it. But anyway, uh, you know what I'm saying. It does provide this assistance, and it looks good when you are trying to get enrolled. But just in my opinion, it's a trap. It's a huge trap, a financial trap, a money pit. Yeah, sure, you get the education, but at what cost? Paying the government back for 200 years? <laughs> it's pretty disgusting if you ask me. Now, for those of you who may be ready to attack me, I'm not saying don't go to college and earn a degree because I attended college myself. But what I'm saying is beware of what you are getting into when you take these specific loans. Uh, you got to pay up. And the Grim Reaper of a loan department, they don't take IOUs. They want your money. So just think about it. But yes, in my opinion, as I said, it's all a scheme. So without being all political, the reason why I brought this particular topic up is to illustrate how convoluted politicians are, as if you didn't know. But they win elections by promising so many things, only to turn around and be like, duh, I can't help you. <laughs> That's the point. They never had good intentions to begin with. 
They just wanted your votes for their own personal gain. So I was talking to a good friend of mine the other day, and we were just, you know, discussing how silly people look when they post photos of themselves on social media, helping or doing things just for the hell of it. In this case, there was a group of ladies posing for a cause without actually including the actual reason for the cause in the photo. So they were kind of like just taking a picture to get publicity for themselves and posing and, you know, you know, you know what I'm talking about. Say, for instance, if you want to help feed the homeless and in the photos or the news story, you just happen not to include the actual homeless people you're helping or anything you've done, but you're posing in your cheap outfit and you just, you know, want them to see you and talk about you. And it's like, dude, what about the homeless people you're helping? So this is what that situation was. And that that's why I am telling you about it. So personal example is me starting this podcast. Guys, let me just tell you this. I didn't come up with this whole idea of starting a podcast overnight. This has actually been years in the making. First, because I never even really was interested in doing one to begin with. And professionally, I was always touring and focused on my music. So the time was just never really there for me to have to be thoughtful enough in producing a podcast show. But what has always been there is my sincere intent to help and encourage people in a purposeful manner. Now, this happened and is still happening outside of this podcast, which I do. I I literally talk to anybody. I will talk to your dog if they're having a bad day. That's just who I am. That is my nature. I've always possessed the ability to not only speak to people about what's happening in their lives, but also the ability to hear and understand and offer a resolution to any situation they may be facing on all levels. This was inside me all along. Now, of course, I have reinforced these qualities with the proper education in psychology and so forth, but the point is... The purpose has always been clear to me. My intent has always been clear. I need to communicate. I can communicate with others on a deeper level. Now, I'm not saying that I'm a unicorn by any stretch of the imagination because there are a ton of talented individuals who are doing exactly what I do and they are doing it well. That's not what I'm saying. But what I am saying is that whatever you set out to do, make sure your purpose and intentions are very clear. Because I got to tell you, if you are not doing things for the right reasons, eventually it will come out and destroy you and possibly those who you have blindly influenced. So why is it important to have good intentions? You know, a powerful tool in committing to and achieving our goals involves setting intentions. Intentions are in the present moment and provide us with a roadmap of all the steps along the way. When you set an intention, it provides accountability and it supports us in being able to control our personal choices in life. So it's important, whatever you're setting out to do, I don't care if you want to be the manager at Dairy Queen. I mean, for God's sake, go ahead and do it. But you better know how to make a really good cone. Like when they turn it upside down, it doesn't fall. If you don't know how to do that, then, hey, 
You didn't have good intentions. But seriously, though, I used to think it was other people or certain situations and things that were holding me back from success. I thought that if I could change the people around me or possibly get away from them or the situation, I would experience instant success. And that just wasn't true. I had to get my intentions in order. But as I've matured spiritually and emotionally, I realized that wasn't true. My biggest breakthrough in success, happiness, and improving the quality of my relationships wasn't changing the people around me, but instead changing my own perspective. So I made a post the other day for TikTok and talking about um, just talking about pity parties and how we throw these pity parties and they just really, I mean, they cost you a lot to throw and no one comes to the party. No one eats the cake. You end up crying all over the cake and you just, I mean, what was it for? So you've got to put it into the pity party mentality that a lot of us have shared. I'm not yelling at you because I loved pity parties. I thought they were great, but obviously they don't work. So you have to change your perspective. Um, Also, positive uh, intent in your creating. So if you're a person who kind of blows with the wind or you see someone um and i use the podcast for example because this is the most current endeavor that i've set out upon and people contact me and they just say oh i'm getting ready to start a podcast i'm like well great because my first thought is like great we need more positive energy in this world we need more information without positivity and information society is going to perish But what I don't like and what kind of uh, makes me sad is when people want to just do something for the sake of doing it. So what I mean by that is, okay, sure, start your podcast. But what are you telling us? What is your intention behind creating your podcast? So for me... I wanted to create a space where we could just talk without being so serious about very serious issues. And I think that we need those type of spaces. I mean, there's a time to be serious and there's a time to laugh, but where's the in-between? So I like to think of my show as the in-between where we can talk about the real stuff, but we don't have to be super sad because I don't buy Kleenex anyway. It's too expensive. So I don't want you here crying. We're here to laugh and maybe have a cocktail or two. But back to what I was saying about positive intent and you're creating, when positive intent is first assumed, every person is given the benefit of the doubt. So with giving others the benefit of the doubt, trust is naturally extended. So when you're creating things, um, especially if you want to work with other people, you have to have the mindset that, okay, whatever I'm bringing to the table It has to be actually right. It has to be factual. It has to be true. Because what you're really saying when you log on here and what I'm saying every time I turn this microphone on to speak to you guys is that these people who are listening to me are trusting me. They are extending themselves to me. They are accepting me into their space. And that is trust. If you do have positive intent, you automatically become aware of how you influence others. Will they be able to trust you and what you are bringing to the table? 
you have to think about this. You never want to erode trust because in most cases, it's either hard or just impossible to get back. So like with me, I love to laugh and to keep things lighthearted on this show, but never be mistaken. I take accountability as to what I say, and I take accountability in the opinions that I share with you guys, and I never talk about a topic that I haven't experienced myself and learned how to navigate through or at least have thoroughly studied before presenting it to you. I just don't do that. I do not get up and just say, hey, I want to talk about pencil erasers today because, hey, I have a podcast. (laughs) No, that's not what you should do. You have to be responsible. That is the serious portion. That's what you guys don't get to see because your podcast host works hard to bring you these shows because I want you all to really be able to conquer whatever it is that you're facing. So that's why I take the time. And of course, I want my reputation to stay sparkly and clean. And I just don't think that it's a good idea to bring people any information that is not valuable. So that is why I make sure that when I am presenting things to you, hey, you can go back and look and check anywhere else you want to, Harvard if you want, because it's true and it's factual. Uh, And I take full responsibility for what I present on this platform. That's what I'm saying. And I do this because I am aware of how this influences others. So you have to be careful. So when people tell me that, oh, I want to start a podcast, I'm like, okay. And what are you going to talk about? (laughs) Not being like bitchy or anything like that. But what are you going to talk about? What are you bringing to the table that will change lives and influence them? And I do realize not every podcast is to motivate or change. And some is just strictly for entertainment. But if you're entertaining people, at least make them feel good. Okay? So you just have to be careful and make sure that you are being authentic. I think sometimes people get caught up in passions. But you want to make sure that your passions align with your intent. Remember, mistrust causes misguidance, and you don't want to misguide anyone. Also, guys, you know we always talk about relationships on this show. So with that being said, you have to lead with positive intents in your relationships with others as well. The more I assume positive intent, the better my relationships have become. With these quality relationships, I am more joyful, more loving, and more giving This has led me to two powerful truths that I'm going to share with you. When people do hurt me or take advantage of me in some way, rather than being mad, which is typically my first response, like I've shared with you guys before, I would hold grudges. And I'm not 100% cured from holding grudges, but they're not as in tense as they used to be like before if somebody did something to me i i'm going to do something to them their family their dog no never dogs because i love pets but if they did do something to me trust me i'm coming (laughs) i was coming to get you but now getting even or stewing in my pain that others has caused me is just i mean it's pointless and i have the mindset of Okay, maybe they're trying to protect themselves. You know, I trust that they are struggling with something bigger in their own issues. And they're doing the best they can, where they can. 
So it takes a lot of courage and it takes a lot of strength to think that way, especially when someone does something to you. Now, am I telling you to be a fool and ignore when people are repeatedly uh, causing you pain or some form of agony? No. Get the hell away from them. But people are people. And what I'm saying is that they do things. And famously said, hurt people hurt people. I assume no matter what, they had a positive intent now. So that kind of helps you too because you don't spend all of your creative energy stewing on what people have done to you or how they're not responding to you. Like one of my things that I've had um, be so annoying to me is like when someone that I'm working with does not respond in a timely manner. And so instead of being like, hey, did you see that I called you? (laughs) Did you see that email? Or did you see I fucking called you? Did you see that? I don't respond that way anymore. So now I just let that person call me when they're ready, you know? But it doesn't always work that way. So you have to be the judge of how far you can go with it. (laughs) Um, I assume, though, I try to assume now that no matter what, people have a positive intent because you know what i have one so i want others to have that um the other thing is that i also have found that when i trust i attract people who are whole and that are healthy and that treat me with the respect and the grace that i deserve so you have to put that trust in people like i said don't be blindly an idiot but Give people the benefit of the doubt that they are trying to be gracious towards you. Because a lot of people are. There's not that many bad apples. But the bad ones, they do just make things worse. So I can understand how it looks like, oh, there's nobody good around. But there are good people. So don't ever forget that. Because you're good yourself. Um, To assume positive intent, it's not always the easiest change to make. But by doing so, it is the recipe for added joy and fulfillment in your life. So when you guide yourself on a more positive life path, you will be able to um, guide yourself and improve your relationships with other people. And you'll be able to create and be able to share with people information that is valuable. So whether you want to be a seamstress, you want to be a... um, a chef, um, a podcaster. I'm sorry, I just clapped. I don't know how loud they'll be in the mic. Whatever you want to be, make sure that your intentions are good and that your intentions are pure. There's not much more I can say about this because if you're coming in and you're trying to trick us by pretending to care and pretending to post things that you think will just get some likes... It ain't going to work. We know. We can smell the dirt, okay? So don't come to us with that. Don't play us. So um, I got some questions here, and I want to answer some of them. I'm excited. Let me see here. Okay, I'm going to read them. Let's see. Let's see. Okay, it's time to answer some questions. So our first question comes in from at Daisy P46 in Flat Rock, Michigan. I know that area. 
Um, and it says, hi, Corey. My boyfriend's family invited me on a family trip, but my boyfriend's mother also invited my boyfriend's ex. Ooh. Okay, this is not starting off good. Okay, back to this. I feel like she did that to make me uncomfortable, and I feel deeply hurt. I couldn't hold back my tears, so I bought a ticket and flew back home immediately. I told my boyfriend what his mother did was wrong and how it upset me. Instead of taking my side, he defended his mother and told me I shouldn't have left the trip and that I was being childish. Ooh. How do I deal with this? Because we have been together three years and are planning to get married. (laughs) Okay, Daisy Do, let me tell you. The first problem I see here is that his mother is a manipulator. And I want you to know that your boyfriend probably is scared of his mother and he's either okay one of two things he's either afraid of his mother and is so controlled by his mother that whatever he says or does will have no value with her and you want to pay attention to that because guys who still like i want to say like they breastfeed from their mom by listening to every word Uh, Those men are hard to be with and those men are hard to love. They're never going to value you and respect you as the lead woman in their life because their mama is their, they're like their wives. And the mama knows it because she's manipulating the situation. She knew that by inviting the ex that it would make you feel a certain type of way. So that's number one. It was intentional. She did this to hurt you. You are very correct And I validate your hurt because she did it on purpose. Then secondly, whoever this guy is that you think is your boyfriend about to be your fiance, you better take a closer look because guess what? The way that he blamed you for leaving the trip, that's not okay. It's not correct. Um, Instead, he should have left with you (laughs) or possibly... Um, said, hey, babe, let's go. Let's let's leave together. There's no reason why he should be blaming you. Because it makes me feel like either he just doesn't care about you and wants to play games, or he still got something going on with that ex. So you better watch that, Daisy. I am so sorry this is happening to you, but you better take a closer look. And I know you've been together with a person for three years. And let me just tell you guys, I hate when people put a time frame on things. I don't care if you and I have been together for 500 years and you're doing something that I find out that is just so underhanded and is intentional. Going back to what we just talked about, what is your intent? If your intents are to hurt me or to keep me trapped, then you buy. I have to tell you buy. So, I don't know, Daisy. Don't feel like you can't be by yourself. Don't feel like you're missing out. This might not be your person. So, sorry this has happened. And I don't know. I would tell his mom. I don't know. You have to get that mother, too. But we're not going <laughs> to say anything about that right now. Jeez. What a, what, a, uh, what a slob. That's all I'll say. His mom is a slob for doing that. But anyway, I'm sorry that this has happened to you. So, 
I hope that you uh, heal from this hurt and don't um, feel like it's your fault. It's not your fault that they did this to you. But I do encourage you to look for other arrangements in your life and take care of your own personal health. All right. The next question comes from at Marv 099. Is this Marv 099? Maybe it's Marv 099. <laughs> Marv 099. There we go. And it's coming from Aurora, Colorado. Colorado. I love Colorado. Um, anyway, it says, hey, Corey, I am a... Okay, let me learn how to read. Okay, it says, hi, Corey. <laughs> I'm a surviving it newbie. Hey, welcome to the show. Welcome. I just wanted to say, I listened to your episode last week, The Parent Trap, and that is totally what I am going through right now with my parents. I grew up in a small town and I want to relocate. It's been two years since I graduated from high school, and I feel like my life isn't really going anywhere. But when I even mention it briefly that I am wanting to relocate, my parents guilt trip me into staying. How do I get out of this? Well, Marva, let me tell you, um, this is a hard thing to maneuver through. Um, Obviously, um, you're saying you're in a small town. Maybe your parents are just scared. You know what I found a lot of times? Parents project their fears onto their children. So maybe it is that I'm guessing that your parents probably grew up in this town and just have never left. And so they're afraid of the world that is outside of what they know. And they're afraid for you. So it's kind of just like a person who's trapped in a city because that's all they've ever known and their family's here they grew up here everyone they know lives here no one's ever moved and I've heard people say that before and it's just like if you do love your town like that kudos but if you want to be an individual and you want to become independent and you want to potentially become bigger than what you are now you've got to go so what I'll say to you, Marvo, is just like I said in the podcast last week, is that you've got to put your foot down. Um, and by putting your foot down to your parents doesn't mean that you have to disrespect your parents, but you have to show them that they have to now respect you. So instead of maybe whining about leaving or just inquiring about leaving, you should actually look at where it is that you want to go. Buy your ticket, because if you don't buy your ticket, you're not going. And just share with them, hey, I want to just let you guys know I appreciate I love everything, yada, 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 about the town, about how you've raised me. But, hey, I'm moving to Phoenix next week. Or maybe don't do it next week. They may kill you. But just tell them, look, this is the plan. Lay it out for them. Like I said, you have to have this conversation with your parents. And you have to rehearse it because parents are tricky. They will come at you from angles that they have saved for this moment so that they can get you right back where they need you. So just communicate to your parents and do it in such a way that you make it very, very clear that you're not asking for their opinion, but you're simply sharing what it is that you are 
about to be doing. And if your parents are mad, trust me, they won't be mad forever. And if your parents truly love you, they will come around. They'll even probably come visit you soon and bring you really nice, cute gifts, um, you know, for your housewarming. So, Marv, listen, brother, do not give up. Um, be strong. People know they want to do things, but it's just like we talked about earlier in this podcast. Don't confuse your passion for wanting to leave without the purpose. So, true, you want to leave, but where do you want to go? Where do you want to live? Who do you want to be? Figure all that out before you tell your parents, because if they ask you a question and you don't know the answer to it, then you will look very crazy. <laughs> or you'll look you you'll make fear come into their minds again. Like, okay, he, he doesn't even have a plan. So have your plan, stand on your plan, execute the plan. And thank you for being a newbie here to surviving it. I hope that you come back and I hope that you will be a frequent listener. Thank you so much for that. Hey guys, that's all the time that we have today for questions, but I promise you we will be answering more of your questions in the following weeks. As always, I love you guys and I wish you the best in your daily endeavors and in your survival of life. So please don't forget to keep up with the show on our social media. Um, also, make sure that you are following the podcast and liking the podcast and commenting on the podcast. That's the assignment. Um, also, check us out on TikTok, Instagram, all of them, okay? We don't have OnlyFans yet. So, <laughs> don't look for me there. Just kidding. But seriously, I love you guys. Come back next Thursday for more. I'll be waiting right here for you. Bye. Bye.